0: My name is Husnal Gonzalez, coming to you from Brassroots Leather in St. Cloud, Florida, where you'll learn about uh, what I do—that is steampunk-inspired leather crafting. Please don't feed me. Because... Chapter 4. The object raced through space and through the atmosphere and through any metaphors you could think of, if metaphors are the thing that are needed, through the skies of the earth so fast that almost no machine could track its speed. It went so fast, in fact, that most of the machines on earth built for spotting such things looked at it and ignored it because it looked like a human and even though that may be possible, it was highly unlikely. One machine, a very expensive and very complicated piece of technology, was owned, built and operated by the Space Development Division of Colin Ryan Industries. The SD Division of Colin Ryan Industries is very good at building such things. One such machine said to the nearest toaster as an iPod station eavesdropped, That is fast. I think I'll ignore it. It may go away with time. It should. It's going really fast and fast makes things go away. Plus, it appears to be human, and I don't care for them very much. The object raced across the skies over Alaska, across the skies over Vancouver, above many American states focused on watching the Super Bowl. Which is sad, since this was something they'll wish they'd seen when their descendants are standing around talking to other descendants of other people, and the descendants of still other people talk about this day and what their ancestors saw. These Super Bowl-watching people's descendants will only be able to talk about how stupid the younger generation was for not paying attention. The object raced across the skies of Florida, dipping downwards in its descent and then it crashed into the waters right near Melbourne. Melbourne came really close to being wiped off the map. Within minutes, a wave of water was crashing onto the land. The Patrick Air Force base nearby was scrambling the sort of stuff they scramble, thinking a bomb had just hit or something. Or something was actually what they called it. Nonetheless, they went into the sort of panic that militaries do that tends to be really dangerous, because they leave the likes of ordinary people hoping they don't do anything stupid which militaries tend to do, because it's just in their nature. US Air Force planes were in the air all over Florida within 15 minutes of the object's impact. Even Canada offered help if needed, despite all the anti-Canada jokes that have come from Florida over the years. Only a few from me. I love Canada, especially Winnipeg and Vancouver. The whole United States was on the highest alert possible, as this was seen as a possible beyond-human terrorist attack. This was double high alert. Or at least, the highest since the President locked himself into a bathroom at a fundraiser and the Secret Service couldn't find him for an hour. No one was watching where they should have been watching this time. No eyes looking at the place where history was ready to walk out from the water to change the face of the world in a very few broad strokes from death. Though the First Lady was spotted reading a book about a duck. All is well. He opened his eyes. The trip was long, and the landing a little unusual. But otherwise it was just a dramatic entrance for a being that usually goes unnoticed to his presence until something ends. Modern times call for a little more flash. Appearing as ash or red eyes in the sky wouldn't do it for this generation. Too many good books have been written. Too many special effects created. they at all endings. From the end of every thought, to the end of every form of life. From the end of every movement to the end of every light flicker. That is who he is. The first thing he did after this landing was wiggle his toes. He smiled because he had toes. Sometimes that was not always the case and he rather liked toes. With toes, the shoes he enjoyed wearing tended to fit better. There's nothing worse than trying to wear a nice pair of dress shoes when your feet are one-toed with a stump at the back for balance. The first thing he noticed, besides the fact that he had toes, was how wet his socks felt. That also made him feel better, because if he had socks to get wet, he must be back into, by his judgment, a better set of clothes. The old fashions were never really to his liking, and it seemed that throughout the entire universe the fashion was wearing togas or leather these days, neither of which was to his liking. Standing at the bottom of the sea, at depths of water that would kill most things, even those aquatic his dress pants moved back and forth with the movements of the ocean. Glancing down, the third thing he noticed was that somewhere on the way from Verda 7, he tore a hole into one side of one of his dress shoes. A shame, he thought. He would have sighed, but, you know, he was underwater. Not that he would or even could drown, but having a rush of water fill your body just isn't pleasant, whether it will kill you or not. He got the shoes during his last trip to London a few years ago. That visit of Hope went very badly. It caused him to take a vacation for a few hundred years his time. The weight of the water pushed and pulled against him as he began to take steps forward. A jellyfish going by his face made him smile and think to himself that at least he was on Earth this time. A few still believe in what this planet represents. Even one who fell can believe and have faith. Remember